the Blaze Radio Network. On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Vices. I don't have to show you any stinking vices. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, welcome everybody. It's Chris Salcedo Show. Hour two is underway. And you know what? Rich from Y Plains gave me a, a great way to introduce. Another uh, another bit of information I wanted to go over with you guys today. Uh, let, let, first, let me just tell you what's happening in the state of Texas so I can let, just let you know what you're in for should your state ever decide to get serious about illegal aliens. Uh, state of Texas, as I've told you guys, has passed a law that says if uh, you're a sanctuary city, you are no longer able to thumb your nose at federal agents who are asking for your cooperation on federal detainers. So, for example, whereas these sanctuary cities, let, let, let me give you the scenario. You are an American citizen. You commit a felony and the federal government wants you. You get arrested in a local municipality. They run your check. They say, oh, the feds want this guy. The feds call up. Yeah, I want Chris Salcedo. They would hold Chris Salcedo because Chris Salcedo is an American citizen. And, well, you know, that's that's the law. But in these sanctuary cities, if Chris Salcedo was an illegal alien who had had a long rap sheet or a a list of felonies, some of these sanctuary cities were letting me go, were letting illegal alien felons go rather than hold them for ICE. The, The premise being, we can't allow ICE to deport illegal aliens. This would be a slippery slope. I mean, first it starts with illegal alien felons, and then they're going to start working their way to illegal aliens that we're trying to give the vote to, say these Democrat cities. Okay? So anyway, state of Texas says, well, no, you will cooperate. If if the federal government says that you will cooperate, you will cooperate or you're going to lose state funding. And you're going to lose state cooperation. And And it also allows individuals who are pulled over uh, for an infraction or maybe in an auto accident. And uh, they, uh, can I see your driver's license, sir? Uh, don't have a driver's license. Or they don't speak English. Maybe they speak Swahili or maybe they speak German. Uh, don't, no driver's license. Okay, well, where's your insurance? Uh, no insurance. Uh, where do you live? I, uh, I don't have a home address. So <laughs> it, it will allow police officers to go, wait a minute, excuse me. Are you not in the United States illegally? Are you, in, are you in the United States illegally? It will allow them to ask that. 
and ah, oh, these pro-illegal alien enablers are losing their minds. They show up to the Texas House yesterday, dressed in red, saying lucha, uh, fight, they're going to fight. Fighting for lawlessness, lucha, lucha, whatever. <laughs> and they just start disrupting uh, what's going on on the Senate or the House floor, I should say, in the state of Texas. And they're yelling and they're shouting and they're obscenities and they're, they're basically being disrupted. Now, some of these folks reportedly were carrying signs saying, I'm illegal and I'm here to stay. To which, you know, the arrogance of that statement. Uh, I, I take particular exception as a liberty-loving Latino, as an American citizen. I say, you have no say in this. You're an illegal alien. You're a citizen of another country. You have no say in this. Your opinion doesn't count. You don't matter in this discussion. Sit down and shut up. Let the American citizens how we will handle illegal immigration and illegal aliens in our midst, illegal alien felons in our midst. So upon seeing these signs, a representative by the name of Matt Rinaldi, a Republican from North Texas, says, I'm going to call ICE. Well, of course you would. You see somebody violating the law, you call the authorities. Somebody up there self-proclaiming to be an illegal, several of these people holding signs, you call ICE. Check it out, ICE, it's your job. Well, upon hearing that, some loudmouth leftist Latinos uh, from San Antonio and, and other parts of Texas got in Matt Rinaldi's face. Uh, one of them is Pancho Nevarez. Another one is uh, Justin Rodriguez, I believe, from San Antonio. Now, these two teamed up. One was a thug. The other one was a liar. It is alleged that Pancho Nevarez, and you can see this on the video, started bumping chests with Matt Rinaldi, getting in his face, and then threatening him, hey, you got to go to your car sometime. You got to leave the Capitol sometime. You go to your car, I'm going to get you. Going to get you then. Matt Rinaldi, of course, a lot of these Republican lawmakers have been under death threats, and their their families in protective custody because left-wingers, you know, are violent extremist thugs. You know that. You know that left-wing liberals, these tolerant people, they're only tolerant as long as you agree with them. When you disagree with them, they start threatening your family. You know, that's what leftists do. So a lot of these lawmakers have police protection for their families, for their children and their wives, because left-wingers can't stand when they're not in charge. So upon hearing this threat, Matt Rinaldi says, hey, you come after me, that's going to earn you a bullet. I'll defend myself. Well, the biased press gets a hold of that and they forget all of the who initialized the confrontation. They just said, oh, Matt Rinaldi talking about using a gun and completely perverted what happened, distorted what happened. So that's what's happening. That's what's happening on the last day. For those of you who are unlucky enough to live in states like California and New York where you have where you get ripped off by your legislature who spend year around siphoning off your tax dollars and screwing you 
Uh, in Texas, they have uh, biannual meetings, meaning the legislature only gets together uh, every other year. And they're not paid very much. Uh, they, have to, they have to live in the world they create. That's a superior form of government, by the way. Uh, have not heard the results, uh, while I'm thinking about this, folks, of this test, this U.S. missile test. Uh, it's being described as a bullet hitting another bullet. And as soon as we get word of it, its success or its failure, we'll let you know. Okay, so that, let, let me set this up by how we ended up last hour, because we're going to talk about the basket of bias and what Newt Gingrich had done in 2012. He didn't know it at the time. But Newt Gingrich was foretelling the fall of the U.S. media. Newt Gingrich was foretelling the day that the veil would drop and that ABC, CBS, and CNN would basically, for everybody to see, become functioning members of the Democrat Party. As a matter of fact, uh, they are leaders in the Democrat Party, those so-called news organizations. And it all stems from this moment in the 2012 debate where John King led a presidential debate not about your taxes, not about excessive government spending, not about national defense, not about things that matter to you in your life, but what mattered to John King and CNN's life. And what mattered to CNN and John King is that they wanted to destroy themselves a Republican. And they, and they along with their pals at ABC, they love to do that. And so it led to this. As you know, your ex-wife gave an interview to ABC News and another interview with the Washington Post, and this story has now gone viral on the Internet. In it, she says that you came to her in 1999 at a time when you were having an affair. She says you asked her, sir, to enter into an open marriage. Would you like to take some time to respond to that? No, but I will. And the crowd, the, see, the, the crowd got it. The crowd understood it was CNN against Republicans. The destructive, vicious, negative nature of much of the news media makes it harder to govern this country, harder to attract decent people to run for public office. And I am appalled that you would begin a presidential debate on a topic like that. See, and that, in my estimation, this might have been the beginning of the end, the dropping of the facade the charade that CNN was fair, the charade that, that ABC, NBC, and CBS was fair. We're fair. Every person in here knows personal pain. Every person in here has had someone close to them go through painful things. To take an ex-wife and make it two days before the primary, a significant question in a presidential campaign is as close to despicable as anything I can imagine. My, my two daughters, my two daughters wrote the head of ABC and made the point that it was wrong, that they should pull it, and I am frankly astounded that CNN would take trash like that and use it to open a presidential debate. Listen, the, he, now look, look, right now, John King is recognizing this, that, that CNN has just been outed. 
John King is recognizing CNN has just been outed as a member of the Democrat Party, doing the Democrat Party's bidding, protecting resident Obama. Remember I told you, and I, I, it was before I'd even remembered this, this part of the exchange. Now here John King tries to weasel out of it. Remember? He tries to weasel out, well, this wasn't, this wasn't CNN, trying to resurrect what, credi what little credibility he had left. As you noted, Mr. Speaker, this story did not come from our network. As you also know, it is the subject of conversation on the campaign. I'm not, I John, get your point. I take your point. John, it was repeated by your network. You chose to start the debate with it. Don't try to blame somebody else. You and your staff chose to start this debate with it. Now, let me be quite clear. Let me be quite clear. The story is false. Yeah, and it was false. But... This is going to be a perfect transition that we're talking to next about this whole Jared Kushner garbage. Uh, this this focus on Jared Kushner back channels to Russia. Back in a minute, the Chris Salcedo Show here on The Blaze. Dial in, let it out. 888-900-3393. This is the Chris Salcedo Show. Part of Generation Blaze on The Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. Chris Salcedo is on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, welcome back here. That's Chris Salcedo's show. So DHS Secretary Kelly was on with Fox News Sunday this weekend, and he was asked, hey, Jared Kushner, uh, apparently implicated in opening up some sort of back channel with Russia. Back channel, back channel, back channel. <laughs> and, of course, back channels are common, and, you know, uh, developing relationships with uh, other countries, in particular one who has the ability to destroy all life on the planet is a good idea. Anyway, so according to Catherine Herridge at Fox News, the, the back channel was proposed by Ambassador Kislyak to Jared Kushner. Jared Kushner took it under advisement, and it never happened. But, oh, Kislyak reached out to Jared Kushner, and he's the, he's the president's son-in-law, and we're going to go after the liberal son-in-law of the president. And Secretary Kelly says, you people in the press with your panties in a twist. Then I would just tell you, uh, Chris, that uh, I think uh, any uh, channel of communication back or otherwise with a country like Russia is a, is a good thing. I mean, multiple ways to communicate back and forth uh, is, is a good thing with any country, I think, and particularly a country that's uh, like Russia. Um, so um, it, doesn't, it doesn't bother me. I mean, you just have to assume, obviously, that, that what you're getting is, uh, is, uh, may or may not be true. They may be working you, but that's the whole point. I mean, you then uh, that communication then goes into the White House as, uh, as a data point in terms of discussion. So well, I, me, I don't see a big deal. Let me, 
you say you don't see a big deal. No, I think any 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 time you have channels of communication with a country, particularly one like Russia, uh, I, I wouldn't criticize it. I wouldn't criticize it either. It's getting to know these folks is is essential. Uh, and this has been the practice of incoming administrations for for decades. But because it's Trump, and because it's it's okay if Democrats do it, but it's not okay if a Republican does it. If a Republican does it, it's treason. If a Democrat does it, it's well, it's good practice, right? Even when Democrats, like we mentioned earlier, Ted Kennedy committing, in my view, treason by collaborating with Soviet Russia to undermine Ronald Reagan. That, that's heralded and applauded when you're undermining America as a Democrat colluding with the Soviets. Well, that's, that's a-okay. But if you're Jared Kushner and you're approached by the, the Russian ambassador to develop a channel about talking about whatever it is Kislyak wanted to talk about, well, that's, that's treason, folks. Now, remember, this organization this organization, this investigation into, into Trump and his campaign's possible ties to the Russian government has been going on for nearly a year. It started in July of last year. President Obama kicked it off. And here's the sum total of what they were able to come up, come up with uh, as articulated by the chief Obama leaker, CIA chief John Brennan. A man who's enamored with communists, from what I understand. Anyway, here's how he testified week before, or actually last week. I encountered and am aware of information and intelligence that um, revealed contacts and interactions between Russian officials and U.S. persons involved in the uh, Trump campaign. I don't know whether or not such collusion, that's your term, such collusion <laughs> existed. I don't know. That's your term. Uh, you know, collusion. Uh, co collusion. Uh, what, what, it was Trey Gowdy asking the question. Trey Gowdy was saying, do you have any evidence of collusion? Well, that's your word. Says uh, Barack Obama's chief leaker, CIA, former CIA chief John Brennan. And the best he could come, with, come up with after a, nearly a year of investigation now, granted, he stopped receiving all the briefings back in January. But there is no indication that any of his successors have any information whatsoever that proves anything that is tantamount to collusion. Anything. Even he, the instigator of all of this, Brennan, along with Obama, he can't even say, he can't even say it. Uh, collusion's your word, but I saw no evidence of collusion. And that was just last week. But now, oh, now, now we've got, now we've got an investigation, another investigation going on. And this leads me directly to the leader of the basket of bias, CNN. There was an astonishing back and forth between former Governor John Sununu and left-wing biased reporter Allison Camerata over at CNN. This is a template, hear me, this is a template on how to deal with the basket of bias press from this point forward. And their, their focus, exclusive focus on Russia. Everything has to be about Russia. Russia, Russia, Russia. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. And John Sununu 
handed Allison Camerata her lunch. It was fantastic. Here's how the interview started. So Jared Kushner meeting with a major Russian banker of a massive bank that has connections to Vladimir Putin. Oh, Vladimir Putin and bankers. We hate bankers because they're rich people. And Jared Kushner, he was meeting with rich people and bankers. Oh, bankers and Vladimir Putin ties to Vladimir Putin. You know what, Allison Camerata? I bet you have a banking institution that you do business with that also has ties in some form or fashion to Vladimir Putin. He has investments all over the globe. Allison Camerata, you on, are you on Moscow's payroll too? As you allege, as you seem to be intimating here, Kushner and Russia and bankers and Putin. So Jared Kushner meeting with a major Russian banker of a massive bank that has connections to Vladimir Putin, nothing to see there. Well, tell me what you think is to see there and I'll comment on it. What do you think would be the motivation? I don't think there's anything there. So, so you, why would they so do it? So you're implying, why, why you're would implying they because during the 10 weeks, everybody is trying to meet somebody who's going to be in the administration. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that's kind of how it goes. Everybody wants a little bit of influence Wanted it with an incoming administration. All right, folks, I'll be right back. It's Chris Salcedo Show. More of this next. The Chris Salcedo Show will be right back. The Blaze Radio Network. Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Just put up something on the Facebook page. This is uh, Angela Merkel coming out and saying that, uh, well, Europe has to take its, its security into its own hands. <laughs> its own fate into its own hands. This is after Trump, you know, schooled them. At, and I'll probably get more into this tomorrow at the G7 summit. Trump said, look, you made an agreement to pay 2% of your GDP to your own defense, to our mutual defense. And the American taxpayers aren't going to do it anymore. We got a whole bunch of libs back at home bleeding us dry. Oh, oh, I, I, I can't forget this. Hold on. Just hold on. I'll get back to Allison Camerata and Sununu in a minute. You guys remember this reprobate, Dwayne Hamlin. He worked for the VA. Remember that? When Trump took office, his moldy, corrupt, crusty butt was out on its ear. He was a VA administrator who tried to fire a whistleblower to protect his shenanigans as he was endangering the lives of our veterans. And this reprobate was out of a job. Well, we thought. The return of Puerto Rico hospital director is the latest example of Trump's reform efforts encountering the entrenchment of what he has called Washington Swamp. And it comes in the same month, a court ruled that the VA may not even be able to fire the Phoenix hospital director, who is a convicted felon as a result of job-related misconduct. On the morning of January 20th, 2017, the department removed Dwayne Hamlin, the director of the VA Caribbean Healthcare System, from the Federal Civil Service. Mr. Hamlin subsequently appealed his removal to the Merit Systems Protection Board, the MSBP, and they reinstated his worthless rear end. This is why Americans are so fed up with this government, 
That You want a definition of a government that has grown beyond the consent of the governed? Well, there it is. You can screw with veterans, you can put their lives in danger, and you can't be fired. I'm a government servant. Screw you. I'm a government servant. You can't fire me. There are unions who need my taxpayer-funded salary dues. The, the guy in Phoenix who's a damn felon, he gets to stay. Because liberal progressives who work in government, they get, they're never defunded. Government never takes a pay cut. Government employees are a cut above. Even if they screw up, they get to keep their damn jobs. No matter how many people die because of it. This is, this is Bob Kiss, folks. This is BS. And you want to, and this is why so many Americans are so fed up and done with Washington, D.C. So fed up and done with these 535 individuals over there who have no flipping prayer of administering that government that is too damn big and spends too damn much of our money. That these contracts are negotiated. Oh, you can't fire me. I'm a government employee. But, you, but you're responsible for uh, wasting the American taxpayers' dollars, putting veterans' lives at risk, and, uh, uh, and so you've got to go. Oh, no, no. I'm special. I'm entitled. I'm a government worker. Screw you. This, this burns me up like you have no idea. And gee, can Allison Camerata bring her dumbass to, to report on this? This is affecting people's lives. Your tax dollars and our veterans' lives. Allison Camerata, hey, let's talk about Jared Kushner some more. Huh? And John Sununu, he gave, us, he gave us the template on how to talk to these people. Everybody who's involved in business, everybody who's involved in politics, I sure. can't tell you how many people tried to meet with me between and the time I was And did you meet with a Russian staff. banker when everybody tried to meet with you? No, but I had breakfast with the vice president at the Russian embassy, and a lot of folks there started talking to me. At the Russia, the Russian embassy? Oh, John Sununu, you spoke to people at the Russian embassy? Well, you need to be jailed. That's a felony, you know. Because you, you, you meet CNN's criteria, you're a Republican, so if you talk to a Russian, well, you need to be thrown in jail. Now, had a Democrat, you know, arranged for Vladimir Putin to annex Crimea without, without any opposition, oh, that's okay. If you're a Democrat who arranged for 20% of the United States uranium stockpile to be transferred to Russian control, oh, that's okay. That, you know, when, when Democrats betray the United States and kiss Vladimir Putin's butt, that's okay. CNN says that's okay. It, it, it's, you know what it's like, folks? You know what it's like? It's just like that ACLU lawyer who was forced to admit that if Donald Trump's executive order, the temporary ban on, uh, from six countries, from individuals coming in from six countries, had it been written by anybody else, it'd be constitutional, but the only thing that makes it unconstitutional is that Donald Trump wrote it. <laughs> it's the same damn principle. It's a double standard, of course. We, that is the, the classic double standard. But it's what passes for journalism over at CNN. Mm -hmm. And would you have carved out time to meet with a Russian banker with ties to Vladimir Putin if he asked? I'm not even sure what would have happened if that had happened. First of all, Putin wasn't there, but 
Look, you're asking hypotheticals on hypotheticals. Well, I'm trying There's to actually nothing, take your temperature. You, I mean, I'm you have nothing. To gauge your your comfort level with all of this. My comfort level. The only discomfort I have is with folks in the media trying to create a veniality without having the courage to to specifically tell me what the veniality that I should be concerned about is. Well, I don't you... have. I have not identified a veniality. Have you? A veniality or a violation of the law. That's what he's driving at. Allison Camerata is throwing a whole bunch of circumstantial evidence. And John Sununu is saying, Allison, what the hell are you driving at? Ask me a question. Ask me a question, Miss Camerata, about what, what are you alleging that Jared Kushner or that Donald Trump or the campaign has done? What is the, what is the crime? Allison Camerata, what is the crime, CNN? What is the crime, MSNBS? What is the crime, ABC, NBC, and CBS? What is the crime, damn it? What are you driving at, Nancy Pelosi? What is the crime? Well, you should be concerned if there was collusion, and that's what I don't. Congress... I don't see any evidence of collusion. Do you? No. <laughs> he got. CNN's Allison Camerata to admit, I see, I see no evidence of collusion. Oh, but she's not done. Wait, it's collusion, and that's what I don't, Congress... I don't see any evidence of collusion. Do you? No, that's okay. What, so that's, that's what, that. That ends. That should end your reporting right well, there. We're you at should the put an exclamation point after you know. Understood. But we're at the beginning of the investigations. No, 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 no. We are not at the beginning of the investigation. This investigation has been going on for eleven months. For eleven months, Allison. Now wait, wait till you hear what she's what she's going to say. So what? You're Congress seven months was, into the investigation. Not exactly. You're seven Robert months. Mueller has just taken over. The special prosecutor is what she's talking about. Robert Mueller has just taken over, so it's new, brand new investigation. So after Mueller finds nothing, then we have somebody else take up an investigation. Then we can call it a new investigation, right, Allison Camerata? And we can do this for a year, another year, and then another year after that. Oh, it's a new investigation because we're going to keep on looking until we find something. So it can be Russia, Russia, Russia all the time. Robert Mueller oh, has it's just a new taken investigation. Over. Well, no, I mean, look, you, you, that's not exactly fair, Governor, because as you sure. know, uh, Congress people have been calling for a special counsel last... to do this, to handle this, because so it gets away from all the partisan bickering. So it's just starting okay. in that regard. Can I ask a question? If Mueller comes out and says that my version is correct and yours isn't, how much crow are you going to eat, Governor? I don't have a version of events. Ah, of I course you do. The whole half hour I listen is a version. Governor. Exa governor. She's indignant. She's governor. You certainly do, Allison Camerata. You certainly do have a version of events. Jared Kushner meeting with a banker and back channels. And it's so nefarious. What do you think about this? And breathlessly talking about all of this. What, what are you driving at? They, they, and, and, they, they invite Republicans on, expecting Republicans, and Sununu did exactly the right thing. How can you defend something you don't even know what you're being asked to defend? There's no law broken here, Allison. What the hell am I defending? Meeting with a Russian banker? Are you going to say that meeting with a Russian banker is, a, is an impeachable offense? Is he illegal somehow? 
Are you going to allege that meeting with a Russian is somehow illegal? Then let's start marching every damn Democrat up to, uh, up to the courtroom to impeach them from office. If that's your predicate. Otherwise, shut up. Shut up. None of this. None of this is what people care about. Not me saying it. A Democrat from Ohio saying it. No one in Ohio is asking about Russia. I mean, we have to deal with this. We definitely have to deal with this. It's on the minds of the American people. But if you want to know what people in Ohio, they want to know about jobs. They want to know about their children. I was just in California where California folks, especially the, the national nurses, pushing for healthy California, a single payer, Medi Medicare for all kinds of things. Um, I talked to a boomer, a baby boomer, who African-American baby, bo baby boomer who lives right here in D.C. Russia is not in his top five. He believes that both parties are failing. I talked to a Gen Xer, uh, a white male who's in the union. He wants third party. We are losing. The president should be concerned about this. All Americans should be concerned about this. But if, I, if we were to go to Flint, then they wouldn't ask you about Russia and Jared Kushner. They want to know how they're going to get some clean water. <laughs> it's true. It's true. The issues, even among the leftists, the leftists, the, the base of the left wing party, they don't care about Russia, about Jared Kushner. They want to, everything is being sacrificed. What the American people care about is being sacrificed in service to the Democrats' agenda led by CNN, ABC, NBC, and CBS. Everything, your livelihood, your job, your ability to put food on the table, these people in the press don't give a damn. They want to take down Trump. And here is a, here's a Democrat going off script at CNN. Why 8,000 people are about to lose their homes. We are preoccupied with this. It's not that this is yep. not important, yep. but everyday Americans are being left behind because it's Russia, Russia, Russia. Do we need all 535 members of the Congress to deal with Russia? Can some of them deal with some domestic L issues? Let me ask you. Yeah, time to get back to work or time to get to work for a change up there on Capitol Hill. I'll be back in a minute. Your calls and the show on The Blaze. <laughs> telling the truth. It's one of those jobs American liberals won't do. That's why we need the liberty-loving Latino Chris Salcedo. The Blaze Radio Network. We're taking in a little Latin flair with Chris Salcedo on the Blaze Radio Network. Your Radio Republic, unlike your current government, your views are heard, listened to, and addressed right here on this program, 888 Let's get out to, uh, where are we going? Scott in Massachusetts. Hey, Scott, thanks for holding on, man. What's going on? Yes, sir. Thank you for taking my call. Good to speak to you again. It's been a few weeks. And you as well. Awesome. Still getting off the Memorial Day hangover. I, I propose that they make Tuesday a holiday also to get <laughs> over the three-day weekend. All right, I'll get political now. Okay. But, but, don't mind me, man. But yes, um, I have a question for you, actually. Sure. Where does this ideology come from? Liberalism. It, Chris, I've said it before. I'm sorry if I sound redundant. But I just don't understand it. I'm up here in the bluest state in the country. You wouldn't believe the conversations I have with my friends and family. I'm like an island, you know what I mean? I'm, well, I've got a few good conservative friends, or as I like to say, common sense. I don't, forget Republican, Democrat. I'm a, I'm a registered common sense person. It's that simple, in my opinion. Yeah. But where does this ideology come from? It's a cancer on this country. Where did it stem from? I'm gonna oh, no, 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 not, not just on this country. 
it is a cancer in general, and, and it is not unique to the United States. Uh, the, 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 this collectivism has been a, uh, a, an affliction on mankind uh, ever since there was mankind. Uh, l- 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 let, me, let me give you the, the words of Winston Churchill. Socialism is the philosophy of failure, the creed of ignorance, and the gospel of envy. And I think that's, that is the genesis right there. Its inherent virtue is the equal sharing of misery. That's what socialism, collectivism, communism, Democrats, th- that, is, that is the genesis of, of who they are, the, the, the very base, envious instincts of the human animal. Uh, conservatism is a, is a transcendent idea, a thinking person's uh, outlook on life, that basically it's, it's meritocracy, it's earning what you get, whereas there are those who are among the left who believe that, that it is other people's responsibility to carry them through life because they deserve it. And that, that, is, that is an affliction throughout time uh, and, and, and around the world, Scott. Well, well said, Chris. I'm literally light years behind you intellectually and politically, but I try. You know, I'm no, 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 no. I don't want you. No, I don't want you to think that. No, no, because see, you. I'm not implying that you were trying to speak down. No, 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 no. You, you intuitively, you intuitively recognized what was going on. You, in your gut, you know and understand that there's something amiss, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's my late uncle. Excuse me, I'm sorry, bud. I tried to never cut off the host. Excuse me if I did. No, yeah, you know what? I've, the only reason I'm doing that is because I've got 30 seconds left in the okay. show. But, but again, well, don't be so hard on yourself. Because can I say one statement before I go, please? Very quickly, because i got my, 15 my, seconds. My late left. uncle said it uh, very eloquently. Liberals feel, conservatives think. That's I think you're right. right. Thank you, buddy. We'll, we'll take that to the bank. Remember, everybody, society's worth isn't measured by how much power is seized by an out-of-control government, but rather how much power is reserved for we, the people. Hump day tomorrow. Short work week. The Chris Salcedo Show. Part of Generation Blaze. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.